0: Welcome to The Faithful Servant, a podcast reaching you in the midst of your battles where you can find hope, joy, wisdom, and healing. My name is Eric Howland and at the end of the day my hope is that I can hear the words, well done, my faithful servant. Welcome everyone to this week's episode of The Faithful Servant podcast. Uh, I had a great conversation with my youngest daughter last night at parent-teacher conferences, and I challenged her. I said, you know, Mallory, when I hear your teachers say there's days where they can see that you're actually trying, and then there's days where they can actually see you're not trying, I said, what's the difference? how do you wake up in the morning? And she goes, I don't know. I said, okay. So here's what I'm going to challenge you. And mind you that Mallory is 10 years old, but I think it's still a good age to just kind of pour wisdom into him. And I said to her, I said, you know, Mallory, here's what we can do as humans, as people, I said, we get to choose every day how we get to wake up. And she looked at me and she goes, you know, I'm gonna choose to wake up that it's gonna be a great day. This is coming from a 10 year old. It kind of brought a tear to my eye because I struggle with that some days. I don't know if you're anything like me, there's days out there that it's just like, okay. I don't necessarily wanna get out of bed, but I'm gonna try to make today as good as I possibly can. And here's a 10-year-old daughter saying, no, I'm gonna choose to make it a great day. You know, so that, I just wanted to preference, you know, today's topic with that story because I think it's something that we all could just learn from, even our youngest, to choose to live a great day each and every day. And so for today, here's my question. Has anyone ever said to you, just let it go? You could be dealing with someone that has you so angry that they've hurt you for so long and you're just filled with a lot of anger and someone comes to you and says, well, you just got to let it go. Or maybe you're in a situation where the timing is just not right and you've got to let this person go and trust that God's in control and if it's meant to be, it will be, and they'll come back. But you got to let it go. That drives me absolutely crazy, and here's why. It's easy to say it, it's harder to do it. So if you're gonna say it, if you're gonna preach about it, then go the next step and try to bring application to them and to help them show what it looks like. So that's my hope today. My hope is that I don't just tell you, you gotta let things go. I wanna bring application to it. What does this look like? So that it's not as big of a challenge as it usually is. So I'm, I'm gonna just be honest with you, it's not easy. I struggle with this. Oh, my, do I struggle with this. Um, I was asked to, you know, step back, let it go, let things be. And I can be good for a couple days and then the overthinking happens, the anxiety happens, you know, all of my thoughts, emotions start swelling up. And then I'm like, okay, I got to grab on because I'm fearing something. I'm fearing losing this. How do you let go? And I've had people tell me, well, you just got to give it up to God. You got to pray and give it up to God. Okay. Then I can find some peace for a couple days. And then here comes those anxiety attacks again. And and it just feels like I'm not truly letting things go. And for someone like me, when I get into that fight or flight situation mentally, I overthink things, I overfeel my emotions, and it causes me to cling on. You might be out there going, yeah, that's me. There's another aspect of fight or flight where you might be going, I don't want to think about anything. I sure as heck do not want to feel my emotions at all. I just want to be void from emotions for a while. I want to run away from those things. Those are hard, those are difficult. don't you don't want to hang on to anything you just want to give everything up even if it might be good for you because things are difficult see both both ways are very very difficult when we get into that fight or flight mode and that's where letting things go comes into play It's choosing to start your day with a mindset of, it's going to be a great day and I'm going to let go. And if you talk to people who've gone through addiction, especially those people who've gone through addiction, and you talk to them, hey, was it easy to let go? Every one of them is going to say no. Some days it was a minute by minute situation where I just got to let go of that bottle. I don't want it. I don't want these feelings that come with it. I just got to let it go. And then they're tempted again within the hour. And so they have to do it again and again. And again, until those feelings dissipate. And that's not an overnight thing. For some, that's not even a couple week thing. It could be a couple year thing for some. So today, I hope that when you step back and you hear these, this message that you can hear things that you can do. So I want to look at this first step where Paul says, rejoice in the Lord always. And I will say it again, rejoice. So I'm going to tell you wherever you are in life, Struggling with something, struggling to let go of something. Paul's saying to us, rejoice where you are in life. Doesn't matter when, doesn't matter where you are in life, doesn't matter what you're going through in life. He says, rejoice always. And how important is this to Paul it's so important he has to say it twice see there is a purpose for something far greater than your own understanding and why you have to go through this see I'm I'm a firm believer in my own personal journey If it's overcoming alcohol or drugs, there was a purpose there that was far greater and I just had to find myself being able to rejoice that God has given me this life so that he can use me. Or in this journey that I'm living right now of being, you know, in this waiting period uh, God's purpose is far greater than my own understanding, but he's teaching me what it means to be patient. So rejoice where you're at in life, rejoice in those struggles, because God's going to use that for you and to help others around you so when we look at that first step of letting go we have to get to a place of accepting where we are and understanding that it's okay It's okay to struggle, but even in those struggles, find your way to rejoice in your struggles. As we look at that second step where it says, let your gentleness be evident to all. If you're anything like me, I don't want to reach out. I don't want to be gentle with anyone. I don't want to talk to anyone. Let me do my thing. Let me get through this. I got this all by myself. But Paul is saying, no, reach out, (laughs) reach out to everyone. You don't. You're not called to do this journey alone. In fact, don't do it alone. Paul is saying, "Let it be evident that you're reaching out to everyone." I wouldn't be able to get through. Th- any of the challenges that I've had letting go of alcohol, letting go of drugs, letting go of depression, anxiety, waiting if I didn't have people around me that cared for me, that loved me and wanted to help me through. See, I've had to lean on them here recently to help get my thoughts off of things. Because I don't want to turn to alcohol. I don't want to turn to drugs. I don't want to turn to any vices that I have. So I need people around me. And when I think of the word gentle, I, I, I think... It's Paul saying to us, be authentic, be vulnerable. Allow yourself to be open to everyone so that they can come in and help you. And then there's the second part of that verse that says, The Lord is near. You know, when we let go of things, we often feel like that we're afraid to let go because we're going to have to do this all by ourselves. And not only do we have people around us that want to help us, but God is near us. God is walking with us, encouraging us, carrying us when we need to be carried So you don't have to hold on to anything in fear of doing it alone. And I think that's that second part is, is understanding what prevents us from letting go. You know, we can rejoice where we're at in life, we're in the midst of the struggle. But then we find ourselves fearful of what's to come. Or if I, if I let go of this, I don't know what the future is going to look like. And we have to recognize that. So that second step is just recognizing, one, that we have people around us to support us. And two, we have God near us. So don't fear it. Step three, Paul says, do not be anxious about anything, but in everything by prayer and petition with thanksgiving present your request to God. He's saying don't be anxious about it and that's really really hard. That that might be the hardest part about all of this. At least it is for me. Because when I start overthinking that's when my anxiety starts to come. Well, what does this mean? Can we be friends? or are we just acquaintances? And Paul is saying, when those times come, pray. Go to God with your anxiety. See, the whole process of letting go is anxious to begin with. And we have a pretty good instruction here of, here's how you do it. When that anxiety starts to come, go to God in prayer. Present what you're struggling with to God. It might take a while just giving it up to God and praying. You might find yourself like me where the first couple days you're, you feel like you're in prayer nonstop. And that's true. You, You very well will be. So I, challenge you, don't give up on that. Don't give up going to God with that. You might question, well, does God even hear me anymore? Because it sure doesn't feel like it. And he's saying, nope, keep coming back. Keep coming back. Don't give up. And do it with thanksgiving in your heart. Kind of going back to that first aspect of rejoicing. Thank God for putting you in this position so that he can use you. Because I think when we come to God with a thankful heart, I think it pleases God. Not saying that he's gonna listen more to us if we come with with a thankful heart, come to him. But I think it just pleases him more. Saying, God, I don't know why I'm in this right now, but I thank you for that. I thank you for putting me in this place of waiting. Because I know that the blessing on the other side of this is going to be that much more amazing. So thank, thank you, God, for giving me this so that I can be a tool for you. Step four, and this kind of is where I'm at right now in this whole process of letting go, if I'm to be honest with you, is I'm trying to find my way out of my own thoughts. And there's a lot in there. And sometimes it's just nonstop running. So how do I let go of that? How do I let go of all of those thoughts? Well, for me, I love writing. And I'm sure there are a lot of people out here listening going, yeah, well, I hate it. Well, let me tell you how simple it is. Grab a notebook, grab a pen, sit and write down the first thought that comes to you. And just look at it. Read it. And process through what that brings to you. Because that's going to help you get out all those thoughts and then be able to go, okay, when I think of letting go of the anger. I have for this person, I feel at peace in my chest. When I let go of this person so that they can go and be healed, I feel full of love. See, those are things that you can start doing with a piece of paper and pen just to get it out. Like it said in that verse, make them known. All too often what we do or have done in the past is... Throw them in the backpack. I don't want to deal with them right now. I've got other things to worry about. I've got kids I got to worry about. I got work I got to worry about. My life is too hectic right now. I just don't want to deal with those emotions. I don't want to deal with those thoughts. So in the backpack they go. And they stay there. What are you doing to yourself? Take it from someone who built a very large backpack. It made the healing process a lot longer. It made it more painful. Because now I wasn't just dealing with one hard emotion. I was dealing with 40 years of hard emotions. It made life hell. And it took a lot longer than it needed to. So if you're in a position right now where... You're in that fight or flight mode and you just don't want to deal with them, the emotions or the thoughts right now. You're just saying, I just, I don't want to deal with those. I want to challenge you right now to change your attitude. Go get help. Go find someone to talk to. Find a notebook and start writing down your thoughts and all the emotions that come with those thoughts so that you are getting them out. Because all you're doing by storing them away is prolonging the pain that's within you. The more that you run away from all those things, the more they stay. The more that you overfeel or overthink things, the more you become of those things. Like my therapist told me this week as I was in therapy session is Eric, if we think we're depressed, we are going to be depressed. If we think we're sad, we're going to be sad. That's how our minds work. I go back to my daughter, Mallory. I'm gonna choose to make it a great day today. Well, today, make it a choice to start the healing. Which brings me to the last step where Paul writes, and the peace of God which transcends all understanding will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. Last step of letting go is experiencing God's peace. That's what you're searching for. Then you got to do some hard work. If you're searching for joy, Paul says rejoice in your situation. In fact, rejoice again. That's where you find joy and peace. So instead of letting, holding on to things, let them go so that you can experience the peace and the joy that God wants for you. And those things will guard your mind, your heart from having those thoughts or having those emotions to where you would rather just close them off or overfeel and live them out. Today, I pray that you can find that letting go is possible. And that there is a path or paths to doing it. It's okay for it to take time and for you to struggle through it. But remember, rejoice. Because God has you in this season for a purpose. And he will bring you out when you choose to go to him. And at the end, you will experience that peace and that joy. And my favorite part, you will hear the words, Well done, my faithful servant.